Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. On this show, we will always proudly say, Blue Lives Matter. Good morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And the name of this week's episode, New York's Finest. Several years ago, uh, someone came to our guest and said, how come the largest police department in America doesn't have its own banking brand, its own credit union? Well, Keith Stone's going to tell us about the finest federal credit union, a credit union designed for the members and the families of New York's finest, the New York Police Department. Just yesterday, I posted... The final episode of my Thunder and Lightning Operation Desert Storm podcast, and the other person, if there was a co-star of that podcast, it was my dear battle buddy from the war, Mike Alonzo, who today is a sergeant in the Kirby Police Department. Now, my guess is there are precincts in New York City that have more police officers in them than the entire Kirby Police Department, where you do get officers from New York and officers from Kirby, and officers from New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof, you would find that despite the different geographic locations, all of those officers have more in common than otherwise. And so today we're so very happy to be joined by Keystone. He's going to talk to us about creating the finest federal credit union and how they tailor their products and services to the unique lifestyle of law enforcement professionals and their Families Last year, when it was very popular to bash law enforcement, we never did that on this show, and we never will. And so even last year when I was – I've been watching this credit union evolve for several years and have wanted to have Keith on for a long time. But I was, I was really impressed last year when everyone was cracking back on law enforcement. Um, he never wavered from supporting his core audience of New York's. Finest. Now, when when people ask me, well, how, how do you make a living? What do you do? First of all, it's none of your business. But secondly, I create branded podcasts for banking brands all across the country. And when I do that, when I'm selling that concept, I always say that the audio podcast, in my opinion, and based upon my experience, the podcast captures a person's charm better than video because when that video camera goes on when you know that you're being seen it just changes your demeanor you 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 just you 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 change into somebody else when you're in the privacy of your own office or your own home and you're talking about your your banking brand or your life experiences that a person's charm comes out i think very naturally and that's true with keith perfectly charming guy 
But in this particular interview, there's something else the audio podcast captures. It is the earnestness of Keith and the mission that his credit union is on. Earnest and honest have slightly different meanings. And when you listen to the interview, you can hear it in his voice, the frustration he feels at this terrible dynamic that we have in the United States today where somehow because of a infinitesimal small percentage of bad actors has glossed the entire profession of law enforcement with this bad rap that they do not deserve. And like I said in the setup, I will always say Blue Lives Matter. If you're one of these angry uh, credit union liberal types from Madison or Alexandria or the African-American Credit Union Council, I dare you to try and cancel me. It will never happen. Hey, we're going up to the city that never sleeps to visit with Keystone, and we're going to do it all right after this. From New Braunfels, Texas, Republic Thereof, to New York City, and everywhere in between, this is the Power Performance Podcast, conference quality information without the expense report. His name is Keith Stone. He is the president and CEO of the finest federal credit union. Hey, Keith, thank you for joining us on the Power Performance Podcast. You're welcome, Jason. Good morning. It's our, it it's our honor. It is so good to have you. is excited. I got to tell you, Keith, I love your website. If you haven't checked it out, folks, I've got the, the link right there in the episode description. The first thing you see is this beautiful, soaring view of New York City and the skyline and the site. But Keith, what it brings into clear focus for me is the immense responsibility of the New York Police Department. Tell us why they are, in fact, New York's finest. Well, the New York City Police Department, Jason, is the largest and the greatest police force in the world, and, and we are biased, so I don't want to put down any other police forces, but we're one of the oldest police departments, um, certainly the largest police force in the world, and uh, we're, we're, you know, the New York City residents, and uh, we're, we're very proud of the police department here. As you should be. You know, last year when it was uh, sort of in vogue to be against law enforcement. You supported New York police and law enforcement without exception. I admired that so much. Your support of your core audience is among the best I've seen in banking. That's a big part of your culture, isn't it? Tell us about that. It, it, it is, Jason. So, you know, I have a unique position. I'm uh, one of the board members who is not uh, a law enforcement personnel. Uh, I, I was never a police officer or never in the law enforcement arena. Our board of directors is comprised of all New York City Police Department active and retired personnel, as well as one uh, government officer, an ATF officer. So I, I came from an I was always a big supporter of the law enforcement world, but I come from a, a different background. So I, I kind of was brought up, up up to speed on the culture. Once again, always a supporter, but um, we have to do better for our law enforcement personnel. Uh, which includes the New York City Police Department, all city, state, local, and federal police agencies in New York City. I feel they get a really bum rap. Uh, you know, you see what's yeah. going on in the press these days, and they're getting bashed or they're getting beaten. And 
they have one of the toughest jobs out there, and I know they are getting paid for their jobs, but at the same time, they are on a daily basis running into the face of danger instead of away from it, and they just deserve more. Uh, you know, they, they do it sometimes for the, for the calling, and they have family members and generations of law enforcement in yeah. their family, but separately, they do it because they want to help people, they want to help the public, and, you know, they do get paid once again, but at the same time, they don't get paid enough for the danger that they put themselves in because the law enforcement personnel has the greatest chance when they leave their home to leave for work and they kiss their wife goodbye and they kiss their kids goodbye, there's just a better chance that they're not coming home to their family. Mm. That is absolutely true. And for people that don't know, uh, when you raise your hand and you take that badge till the day that you sign off and retire, in reality, a police officer is never really off duty. You know, if something happens and an officer is out of uniform, he's going to be the first person that runs in to provide assistance or to break up a brawl or something like that. In reality, if you break it down to people that really are on the clock 24 hours a day, yes, they get paid, but you're right. Uh, it's, never, it's never enough. And what you said is spot on true. These are the guys that run towards the danger, not away from it. And so it is a unique lifestyle. And you and your credit union have products and services that are specifically tailored to fit the unique work schedule and lifestyle of law enforcement because in a city that never sleeps, neither do the police. So tell us about that. Well, thank you for bringing that up, Jason. Well, well firstly, um, we have free checking, saving CDs, IRAs. When I say free checking, and, and, and let, let me just take a step back. Banking is typically boring. You know, when I go in front of a, you know, a group of guys and gals in law enforcement and they have, you know, very serious things on their mind, and when I start talking about savings accounts and checking accounts and different types of loans, you know, it's not the most exciting arena. So what we have to do and what my job to bring to the table is to bring lower fees. You know, t traditionally a credit union is supposed to, because we are tax exempt and the banks do not like us because we are tax exempt, we are supposed to give back the benefits to our members, and in our case, of course, it's the law enforcement community, in the form of higher rates on savings, lower rates on loans. And that's what we do. So typically we have uh, free checking with no required minimum balance, no maintenance fees, so we don't nickel and dime our members. And if there are fees, <laughs> for instance, a bounce check, it's $35 instead of $45. All that stuff makes a difference. But we're also available 24-7. We have online banking. We get back to our, you know, our members traditionally don't have normal hours, so they're not 9 to 5. They are 24-7. So all of our forms are online and secure. Our members are filling out stuff, you know, way before 9 in the morning, late at night. We get back to everyone, whether it be email, phone, Facebook, social media. We get back to everyone within a very short period of time. We make sure that they know we're online, we're answering their questions. We have loans, personal loans at very low rates. We're able to close all of our loans electronically via secure email, DocuSign. Uh, so our members don't have time in a normal environment to come into our office between nine and five. And we're just on the move. We make sure we're available for our members and we make sure that they have our ear. And if there's any issues, problems, you know, it comes to my desk. And I get paid to take care of these issues, so our members right. just have a little bit, we make their lives a little easier because they do have more stress than the average civilian, and the least we could do is make their banking experience uh, a fruitful one. 
I remember a couple of years ago when those two officers were killed, you, you posted something, and it was very heartfelt. So you've obviously really become part of the culture there of law enforcement. And when those terrible things happen, you really take it very personally, don't you? I, I do. You're referring to Officer Lou and Ramos um, were yep. assassinated. And, uh, yes. you know, I, once again, I, I was never part of the law enforcement community until, you know, until our credit union, the finest federal credit union, but I, I, I've been taken in, I, I've been accepted as, as one of their own, and, and we do take it personal because, you know, I, I attend, unfortunately, these funerals, and I see the families, and we try to support as much as possible because at, at the end of the day, you know, those, those two uh, men have families, they have children, they have, you know, they have, they, they were somebody. It wasn't just that they were a law enforcement person, but they were, right. they were selectively assassinated. They were chosen, and they were killed because of the badge that they were wearing. And it's just there's no room in anyone's life for that. There's not. There's absolutely not. And you're right about what you said right at the top of the interview. They, the, the New York Police Department and all the police departments presently, they get a very bad press, and, it, and it's not fair. And it's not fair to gloss an entire profession that we all rely upon at some point in our lives for the, for the actions of a few people. If you could get everyone in a room whose entire impression of the New York you know, police department comes from things they've seen on television and in videos and heard on the news. What would you tell them about the real New York police department? These are men and women who are our brothers, our mother, our father, our sister, our children. These are just individuals that wanted to take on a job of just helping people, of wearing the badge, of just serving mankind. And they're doing the hardest job, I believe. You know, I, I see them in action, and it's a thankless job. Nowadays, there's, uh, they're at personal risk, libel risk, as far as their, their pension goes if they do something the wrong way. So it, it's harder than ever these days. But these are, these are men and women who put their lives on the line every day to help the communities that they serve. They, whether it be you know, chasing a, a murder suspect, whether it be helping someone retrieve a, a pet from, a, you know, from, from a branch, <laughs> whether it be, you know, helping someone cross the street, you know, settle, settle an argument, stop someone before, you know, they murder someone. Um, these are the people that make a difference in their life. So they work behind the scenes. They work transparently. They just don't get enough credit for what they do. They certainly don't get enough pay for what they do. But nowadays, it's harder than ever with the negative propaganda, with the politics, and it just shouldn't be that way. And hopefully, somewhere down the line, some of this is going to turn around. You know, they're, they're, it's so unfortunate, the climate that we have in the police world because of a couple of bad apples. You know, some bad employees that shouldn't have did what they did, but they did anyway. And it just, it just you know, tarnishes, you know, everyone, whether they're you know, in the field, out of the field, it's just, it makes it bad for everyone. I totally agree with you. Well, we like to end the interview with just some fun questions uh, that we don't prepare our guests for. I'm dying to know, Keith, have you ever gone out on a ride-along with one of the police crews? 
You know, I, I have not. I have not. I have so many friends <laughs> on the job now, and I, I've been. I'm actually a big fan of Blue Blood, and uh, you know, oh, yes, I've seen yes. some episodes. Of course. I've seen some episodes where uh, you know a civilian would, which you know, and and certainly they have it available within the you know the NYPD. It's something I'm going to look into, and it's funny you mention that because it was in the back of my mind, and uh, you know, I, I definitely I want I want to do that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, see if you can get, like, a ride-along in one of the helicopters. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, another fun question. I just, I'm just curious. I'm dying to know. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Have you ever gotten a ticket in New York City? I have, and I've, I've been pulled <laughs> over. You, you want to hear a funny story, Jason? So when we yes, first started the credit union, you know, the, the credit union goes back to 2007. We started up a in, uh, Inspector McCormick, an active inspector at the MIPD, came to me. I was working with the credit union in Brooklyn, New York, came to me with a couple of people, wanted to know why the largest, greatest police force in the world didn't have its own credit union, its own financial institution where its members of service can get the products and services that they need. We started the process, but then the, the funding backed out with the, nine, with the banking crisis. Right. The funding backed out. Started up a couple years later. You know, I'm with the board of directors who are all NYPD active and retired. I'm really excited to get this going. And we had a, our first board meeting in New York City. So they asked me, where could I park? And I go, what do you mean, where could you park? Can't you park anywhere? They're like, no, we're retired. You know, we can't, we'll get in trouble. We can't just park the car anywhere. I thought we're going to get all, you know, all these great benefits. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden, uh, I kind of got shot down. I, I thought I'm going to be able to park everywhere. But, of course, I'm, I'm joking just slightly and just. But the point right. is, yes, I got pulled over, and uh, don't you know, I, I help, you know, law enforcement personnel. I work with the finest federal credit union, but um, it doesn't exactly work like that. But there, there's a lot of mutual <laughs> respect, and, you know, since sure. we've got this thing started officially chartered in January 2015, we, we serve a great many, you know, uh, New York City, New York State law enforcement personnel, uh, and uh, they're, they're very appreciative. Yeah, absolutely. I would, that's one of the things that I, I really enjoy tracking is, you know, most of the people, most of the brands that we have on the show, they've been around for a long time. We had a, a, a brand on a couple weeks ago that's over 140 years old. I've, I've been amazed at how quickly y'all have grown. I can tell from your videos and from your posts that you have a tremendous love in your heart for your audience. I tell people if you want to see how to intentionally engage your audience, just do what the finest Federal Credit Union CEO does. I love the visible leadership that you have when you're, when you're out there supporting the credit union and your member owners. And I just think it's great. And I want to wish you and your team the best of luck and prosperity and everything going forward. And thank you for doing what you've done to support the finest, New York's finest. And thank you so much for joining us on the Power Performance Podcast. I really appreciate that, Jason. Thank you so much. This has been a great experience, and I appreciate Absolutely. the opportunity. Great job. Great job. Right? The studio audience is asking me if you can fix some tickets for them. They're just, they're, they're the worst uh, team. <laughs> the studio audience is just I'll do my terrible. best, yeah. Well, to quote our friend John Wilkening from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, you can't fake experience and you can't fake 
sincerity. It is obvious that Keith has a true love for his audience, the member owners who in this particular case happen to be uh, New York Police Department, New York's finest and other law enforcement people there in the great state of New York. And am I the only one who's surprised that there was, I thought there was a, a police credit union in New York City. I thought that was just something that always existed. So you can imagine my surprise several years ago when I found out they were just getting one started. And we're going to check back with Keith from time to time. I, I do hope the, the tenor of this discussion changes uh, again to to basically gloss an entire profession because of the actions of a few people. It, it just I'm convinced it's a vocal uh, vocal minority. I think the majority of Americans they still see the police as the good guys, as I do. You know, I told Keith off the air. I've got a lot of respect for what these guys do. I've done the one job that is more dangerous than police work. I served in a foreign war, in a shooting war, being shot at and shooting back. But I only did it once. My my time in combat on that balcony in Kafji, Saudi Arabia, lasted about four and a half minutes. These men and women get up every single day and don't know, you never know, that police officer in, in Boulder, Colorado had no idea that when he got up that morning, it would be the last everything, the last breakfast, the last joke with his friends, the last, I don't remember if he was married or not. I, I don't watch the news anymore, so I'm, a lot of times I'm in the dark about these things. But it is. It is a unique profession. It is a unique calling. And it is a unique thing that the finest federal credit union is doing, tailoring their banking brand and its products and services to the needs of its audience, the member owners. And that's why I get so upset when I see credit unions wasting money on other stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with returning dividends in terms of real tangible dividends or low rates and better services to their member owners. And instead, these credit union people are off doing silly webinars and attending 10,000 conferences every week. There is a legitimate sincerity in what Keith Stone and his team are doing, and I think the podcast captured that beautifully. Well, listen, thank you so much for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? My name is Jason Dyes, and until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. Let's get out of here with the chairman of the board, Mr. Frank Sinatra. If you know the words, just get up out of your desk chair and join in.
that note, I get such a pain right over here. These are little Come on, come through. 